this year, I lost my grandfather the day before my birthday. And even though it is so devastating, to be able to be in union and communion with my grandfather, even in the afterlife, is such a blessing. This episode in particular is for those who just don't understand. They don't understand. One of the things about being a chosen elect is we don't have the same, we don't have the same mindsets or privileges that others have. For example, vengeance. I could be a very, 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 very cunning and smart, articulate person, but I don't use my gifts and my powers for evil. I don't use my gifts and my powers to rob, steal, and kill. I use my gifts and my powers to heal, to mend, to assure wellness and wholesomeness for my communities, all of them. There are times where shit is desperate, right? It's desperate times, desperate times, but in desperate times, I don't have the privilege to call out for desperate measures. No. No. When I'm in a bind financially, I don't have the privilege to go out and sell my pussy. I don't have that privilege. I don't have the privilege to go out and and rob or rob somebody for money or, or hurt somebody. I don't have that privilege. Why? It's a privilege to be able to be evil on this earth because this earth is an evil place where you need evil to survive. However, the chosen elect is not allowed to use evil. Anything that we do must be in the light and of the light. Now, there are people who are obsessed with chosen energy. So they watch us, they stalk us, they pray us, they they plot on us, they, they want to set us up. And then when you come out and you speak about it, you speak on it, they're, they're wondering, how do you know? How do you know? How does she know this? How does she know that? Because you're in my energy. If I'm a servant for the king of all kings, if I don't indulge in the luxuries of fuckery that you guys get to do. That means that I am totally tuned in. You really don't think that the Most High is gonna tell me what's going on? 
That's how this works. I don't go snooping and looking for information. I've said it a million times on this podcast. I don't care about anybody else's journey except my own. So I don't have to go out and look for information on anybody or look to expose anybody. I don't do that. People do that to me because they just, they hate my light. They hate my gifts. They hate my connection with God. They hate it. And because they hate it, they hate me. But that scripture, for they hated me, Jesus said, of course they will hate you. Basically off the strength of me. There are people who call God, God, God this, God that, scripture this, scripture that, but are filled with addictions and indulgences, are filled with evil and deception, lies, trickery, betrayals. And they call God, God. And we wonder why when scripture says, when it's time for us to to show our faces to the most high, God's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. And that's that's so symbolic to a lot of my connections and and quote unquote relationships with people. They, They call my name, call my name. They lie on me, accuse me of things accuse me because I'm quiet and I stay to myself. So they accuse me and they feel they can get away with it because I'm always in a state of gratitude. I'm always in a state of prayer and abundance. I'm always in a positive mindset. So they feel like because they think I live in la la land that they could just get away with the evil, the wicked plans that they have for my demise. But God sees, God sees, God sees, God sees chosen ones. God sees, God will not let your enemies Before you. Psalm 91 says, fear, fear not the plagues that come by night. Fear not the evil. There shall no evil befall thee. No evil. That means none at all. You could travel the world and do witchcraft on on a chosen one. You could go to the highest priestess that you could find and pay them $500 to $1,000, however much money, to put a death spell on chosen ones. And those death spells will not work. They will not work. Scripture says that we shall drink poison. You can poison my food. You could put the strongest, deadliest poison in my food and it will not work. As there is a God, it will not work. My God will always prevail for me. My ancestors who who see what I'm here doing, seeing that I'm standing as an interception for my bloodline, you really think that the ancestors is going to allow you to sacrifice me? I'm healing our entire bloodline on two ends. You think the ancestors is going to allow y'all to hurt me? To hurt a chosen one, period? When I sit back and I think about all the people who I loved that I lost, it's all the good people. Is all the people who were selfless, all the people who who were like so loving, I mean loving. The people who had undying loyalty for me, and I had undying loyalty for them. And I lost them. But when I pray about it, I pray about it all the time. 
And it just truly makes me see that they still love me even in the afterlife. They still love me, they still dare, they still supported me, still guided me, still protected me from all the evil. Because I'm not evil. I'm not evil and I swear to God, sometimes I wish I could be a witch. So many people deserve demise, yo. They deserve it. And I I don't even wish it on them. I just sit back and I just pray. I say, God, just take me away from these people. Please keep me away from them. Keep them away from me because they don't mean me no good and I know it. I'm truly brokenhearted. Because when I lose somebody very close to me, that means that somebody was up to something that they shouldn't have been up to. And that's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. We live in such a wicked world. A wicked world where people are so controlled by power, by money, by sex and drugs and and the illusion of pleasure and hedonism. People were really plot to get you robbed, killed, still jumped, set up, locked up. They will plot just just to get the satisfaction. How evil, Jesus. That is so evil. But chosen ones, you will prevail. And let me tell you how you will prevail. Because every time in the scriptures that that the elect was was accused, persecuted, uh, you know, that people did black magic and witchcraft on them, every single time God used the other people's evil for good, they all came up, yo. They all came up even after people meant bad for them. They threw Daniel in a lion's den for Daniel to die, for Daniel to be eaten up and spit out by the lions, by the beast. And what did Daniel do? Daniel came out on top of the lion. They set David up. They set David up. Saul, who was supposed to be David's, David's, uh, you know, the lead man, the, the king. The king hated David so much. Mind you, this is some damn near somebody who mentored David. The king knew David's fortune. He knew that he was going to be the new king and he plotted to set David up to go against himself and then go against Goliath. And with a stone, a stone, a damn near a pebble, David defeated the biggest giant. The devil went and tempted Jesus when he went up on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights in a fast, one of the hardest fasts. And the devil went up there and the devil devil said, Jesus, listen, I could give you bread. I could give you bread. I could give you bread. I could give you steak. I could give you whatever you want. I could give you this whole land. All you have to do is, is partner with me. 
And mind you, Jesus was already already just having nothing. He didn't have no food, no water, no nothing. So that means that he was vulnerable. Vulnerability. He was already lamenting, mourning because God had already revealed to him what was about to go down. So he was already in a weak mindset and Jesus stayed strong. Jesus said, Satan, depart from me. And every time that Satan kept trying to tempt Jesus, Jesus kept throwing out scripture, 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 because Jesus was aligned. He had his swords, Ephesians 6. He had his sword. He was not with it. The enemy will come in your weakest, vulnerable time with, with smiles, with love. to lure you into a snare, into a trap. And you have to depend on God. You have to clear your mind of all the confusion and depend on God because there are truly people who don't want nothing for you. It's so funny how God, yo, God, oh my, nah, this shit crazy. Two days before my birthday, which would have been a day before my grandfather passed away, I recorded an episode, and the episode was called, I think, Birthday Behavior or some shit. And it was just truly saying that people don't want nothing for me. People don't want me to have nothing. Nothing. Because they think that I get my happiness from things. I don't. I don't. I could have nothing and I would still be filled with the Holy Spirit. Things don't make or break me. Money doesn't make me crazy. I've had plenty of money. Money is is a thing. Money is, is Caesar. And when it's time for you to render what belongs to Caesar, you need to render what belongs to Caesar. Money is not Money is not all. Money is not life. Money is not do or die. I don't live in a state of survival. I live in a state of gratitude. And that is how I pay my bills. That is how I I get things done. Because I'm grateful. I'm always grateful. Even when it's hard to be grateful, I find my way to be grateful. Even when I want to get vengeance so bad, I find my way to release the problem and give it to God. There are people who hate the elect solely for who they are and who they represent. But these are people who claim to love Jesus, love God. How? How do you love Jesus and love God and you don't love his servants? And it would be one thing if I'm sitting up here like a, like a false prophet Telling, telling, telling lies and stories and selling hope to people who are sinners and people who are still living in a life where God can't even walk through. God can't even come to your house. It's too evil. God can't even show his face in your house. You don't even invite God over for dinner. You don't even say thanks and grace over your food. You don't even help the strangers on the street unless somebody is watching. You don't even you don't even allow the you don't even help the elderly on the bus. You don't even help help you don't help nobody. You don't do nothing for nobody. 
And anything that you do, do is for show. Like the Pharisees and the scribes. It's all for show. It's for people to see. Oh, look, look at that person. They did a good deed. You know how much deeds... Yo. My God. They could try. They could try. They could try. They could try. They could put all they hate and might into it. And it'll never work. Because it is not man who protects me. It is not man who gives me life. It is God. God gave me life. God. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. It is, it, is a, it is a cold, cold world. But that is why I see now more than ever that this is the time that people need to really, really gather their life together and focus on Jesus. Life is short. The good, are, the good are dying. And it's not to say that the good don't make mistakes. The good make plenty of mistakes. The good is not perfect. But it is those people who, who fuck up their own life. They fuck up their own life. They're not worrying about nobody else. They're not trying to do nothing evil to nobody else. They're focusing on their self. And if they harm anybody, it's their self, which is the worst. But at least it's not harming nobody else. You got people out here who hate people. Hate. Want revenge. Want to steal. Want to kill them. There, there, there was a setup for me to get to get beat up in a fight. For me to get beat up in a fight till I died. I had the dream about it and everything. I was supposed to get beat up in a fight and died, and it wasn't by strangers. Then I was supposed to get set up for a crime that I didn't commit. Then I was supposed to drink drink some type of poison or something, and I was supposed to die. Hmm. <laughs> I am nothing without God. I am nothing without God. I am nothing without the strength that God gives me to be accountable. The other day I had to go and repent to God for 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 being for my judgment being clouded by witchcraft. I had to go and repent to God. Because I'm thinking to myself, why I can't think clear? This is confusion. This is confusion. Confusion is not of the Confusion is not of God. Confusion is of the devil, the liar, the accuser. Anytime that there's confusion, God is not present. God did not give you those thoughts that are confusing. People who lie and cause confusion are being used by the devil. And I needed to remember that and I had to repent for forgetting. I had to repent for forgetting. So I'm not perfect. My illusions that I cast upon myself is not is forgetting that we live in a world where people are, are hurt, people are in pain, people want vengeance, people want people to pay for their pain, for their hurt, and they looking for anybody. They don't even these days they don't even care. They looking for anybody to take their pain out. 
They're looking for anybody to humiliate. They're looking for anybody to laugh at, anybody to persecute. They're looking for anybody to share their darkness. And I forgot because I was so busy being just overwhelmed with life. Overall, overwhelmed with life as a whole. You have to be careful. The evil one lurks, watches for a prey like a lion. You have to be very careful. Because she could get real crazy and real cloudy. My grandfather was a man of God. Just like me and you, not perfect. But my grandfather never lost sight of God. He never forgot God. And God never forgot him. My grandmother, my great-grandmother was a woman of God. My great-grandfather, women and men of God, my cousin, a man of God. That's what they want. That's what the evil ones want. They want to take out all the good, all the good, all the people who, who are righteous, who are fair, who believe in justice and who believe in righteousness. They, they want to take us out. They don't want us to be here. Or they want to send us magic and spell work and mental, mental mind fuckery to want us to take ourselves out. I am, I am not suicidal. I'm not crazy. So think about that. Anytime that you're having crazy ass thoughts, start praying and say your Psalms 91. Shit is not, shit is not right. Know yourself and allow God to show you no matter what. I don't care how burdened you are. Allow God to show you the way because we could easily get confused and distracted. Allow God to show you the way. I'm just at a at a, a stage in my journey where you know, you're in the heavens and then you just fall flat on your face back in, back on earth. And remember <laughs> that this is, this is, this is not Canaan. This is not the promised land. Not yet. So much deception. So much lies. Think, think of, think of Esau and Jacob. Esau and Jacob were Abraham's sons. Esau was the firstborn. 
Esau was, was beast-like, his characters, his characteristics even, his physical traits, I mean, even. And he was so just, he was just more concerned with, with, with pleasure, food, right? You know, uh, the, the world. Esau loved the world. And Jacob, his younger brother, Jacob was more family-oriented. He loved to be around his mother and his father. And the mother, who was a very wise woman, told him, hey, listen, you need to get the blessing from your father. And Jacob said, no, well, the blessing belongs to Esau. The mother looks at Esau, <laughs> looks back at Jacob, and is like, no, you need to get the blessing. And even though Scripture says it was a trick, you know, God doesn't, God doesn't do tricks. God doesn't make mistakes. God uses man's evil for good. Because later on down the line, Jacob ended up being the forefather of the 12 tribes. 13, if you want to count Benji. Esau went on to live a hedonistic lifestyle filled with polyamory, war, death, And that was the life that he was gonna live regardless. So God doesn't make mistakes. There's nothing that God does by accident. There's no confusion when it comes up to God. There's no confusion when it comes up to universal law. For example, there are people who pay to have witchcraft done, black magic done, but these are the same people who will talk about tarot. Oh, tarot is this and tarot is that. Yeah, but you're the same one who would do black magic. You're the same one who would try to set, set somebody up to get beat up, jumped, stabbed, killed, robbed. But you're talking about tarot? Okay. You know. The scribes and the Pharisees, that, those, those, those spirits are still rampant, I see. God uses man's evil for good. And there is nothing new under the sun. So when I think about my, my problems, my journeys, chosen ones, when you think about your journey, your problems, there is nothing new under the sun. And in each journey, no matter what it is, no matter what kind of journey, no matter if you're in your, your Jacob season, no matter if you're in your Joseph season, no matter if you're in your David season, no matter if you're in your Jesus season, no matter what season you are in, we prevail at the end. We win in the end. We win. And not we win per se. We win because of the almighty God. We win because of Yeshua, because of Yahweh. Bahashem Yahweh Shai. 
That is why we win. Because it is written. Evil has its time. But evil shall be no more. So when when things are about to end, right? They start acting out of control. There, It's everywhere. It's like, oh my gosh, look at the plagues. Like, yo, what the hell? It's like the, even even the, the, the wicked spirits are raising from the dead to try and claim their last hoorah. You just have to remember that in the end, God wins. Love wins. Justice wins. And evil shall be no more. Be prepared for evil that was done in the dark to come to the light. That is the time that you need to be closest to God the most because you are going to be so brokenhearted when you find out who, what, where, when, and why. When people do evil and wicked towards you, It's not you. They are being used and controlled by demons, devils, principalities, demonic spirits and entities that enter into their vessel due to hate, blockages, addictions, hedonistic lifestyles, self-seeking, selfish, self-centered. Those spirits dwell in that person's body. That's why we wrestle not against flesh and blood, which is why we are not to accuse. You know what you know, but you are not to accuse. Because they are being used. They're being used. They think that they're tricking you. They're deceiving you. They're setting you up. They're plotting on you. That's what they think. That's what the devil has boosted them up to think that they're laughing at you, that they're humiliating you, that they're getting one up on you, that they're abusing you, that they're winning over you. (laughs) The devil is a liar. And I never understood that. Like when people would be like, the devil is a lie. I never never understood it. Cause I'm like, okay. But now I see where there is lies, the devil is in the midst. Where there is trickery, schemes, scandals, plots, betrayals, the devil is in the midst. God never gave us the right to seek vengeance over each other. God never, ever gave any of us the right to seek vengeance over each other. Now, if it's a fight, you got to fight because we serve a God of war. That is a damn true. And God going to be right there with you with the angels and everything in the sky ready for the war. Like, what's up? Scripture says... That when the devil tried to kill Jesus, it says that the angels, oof, I got chills. It says that the the angels was ready in the heavens. Hundreds of thousands of angels ready in the heavens with with swords, bows, arrows, ready to, oh, let me, okay. So when they try to do the evil, when they try to set a trap for you, don't worry about the trap. They're going to fall in it. And they're going to, they're going to have public, public humiliation, public shame, public embarrassment. What they wanted for you, they will eat on a large silver platter the way that they like it, hot and betrayed.
everywhere you go, elect, you must remember that there are a hundred and thousands of angels and ancestors and warriors and Elohim that follow you everywhere you go. You shall have no fear. Fear invites in things that are dark because now your mind is going to a darker place and you are, you are picturing things, envisioning things, speaking things into existence that you've now invited in due to fear. You're right of how you feel. You're right that they're trying to attack you. You're right that they're plotting on you. You're right. You're right. All you have to do is pray and give it to God and let God do the vengeance for you because God's going to avenge something serious. All the fallen soldiers that we lost, elect, think about it. Think about all the, think about every one of your fallen soldiers that you lost on this earthly realm. Was those not angels? Because they was angels for me. Think about it. And what they gonna go do now? They was warring for you on earth, right? They was defending you on earth. They was protecting you on earth. What you think they gonna do in the spirit? I got top shooters in heaven. You don't need to get your hands dirty. You don't need to have, you don't need to have any even battle with the enemy, with the devil. That's why when you are going through something, you need to strengthen up your faith the most. You need to eat right, eat healthy, because you never know. Sometimes when you're feeling bad, you're feeling sad, you you eating bad, you, you, you're not taking care of yourself, you are allowing the enemy a stage to attack you because you're not taking care of yourself. You're not drinking your water. You're not eating your fruits and vegetables. You're not, you're not saying your prayers. You're not meditating. You're waking up and going to sleep. You can't sleep. You're anxious. You're thinking all this shit. You know all this shit. It's like, oh my God, well, what am I gonna do? And this, and who cares? All you have to do is take care of yourself, take care of your vessel and focus on God and let everything else fall to the wayside. It says 10, says a thousand at the left hand, 10,000 at the right hand and none shall befall thee. It shall not come near you. Why? Because you're too focused on God. You're too focused on what God is about to do for you. You're too focused on being elevated. You're too focused on going to the next level. You're too focused on changing your own life. You're too focused on healing your own addictions, healing your own problems, mending your own wounds, getting back close to God, hearing from God, meditating with God, inviting God over for dinner. You are too focused on God to worry about what the enemies is doing. Fuck them. Because the minute that you allow a tiny little inch of their darkness, of their sadness, of their pain, of their agony, of their jealousy to affect you. You open up the door to mad crazy shit. And yes, God, angels, the ancestors, yes, they're going to war with you, but you could have avoided it by just remembering that the, the enemy prowls like a lion searching for prey. What are they preying on? Your mindset. Why? Because if we are people of God, right? If we are people of the great I am, right? Yahweh, I am. Then that means that everything that we say can be true. So they are using us against ourselves. They're trying to get into your mind to make you have a dark mind 
to make you attack yourself, put yourself in dangerous places, do dangerous things to get yourself hurt. Beware. They're trying to set you up to set yourself up. Beware. And I know I'm hyped because I feel I feel my grandfather energy all over me. Like I, I feel I feel my grandfather energy all over me. I feel so safe and protected. My grandfather was a shooter. Even even so, what people don't understand, what people don't understand here on earth, and that's what I'm gonna close it out with. What people don't understand here on earth is that you don't know people. You may think you know somebody, but you don't truly know them. So, for example, there are people who will judge somebody's characters, you know, somebody's character, excuse me, somebody's actions, somebody's words. They'll judge the whole person altogether from from one or two little things. But in all actuality, in all actuality, what you were doing is condemning yourself because you don't know that this person gave their life to God. You don't know that this person is a Christian. You don't know that this person has repented and turned their foot away from sin. You don't know this person has set themselves free. You don't know. You're just using the past. That's what the devil does. That's what the enemy does. The enemy uses your past. The enemy loves the past. The enemy loves the past because the past is where all the pain is. Right? Think about it. Think about all your hurt and trauma. They don't matter until you start thinking about it. That's when all of a sudden you feel the pain again. You start crying again. You start being nervous again. You start being anxious again. Why? Because you're thinking about the past. The past doesn't matter. It is the today that's right in front of you. That's all that matters because the future is not here yet. And we can't control the future without making sure that we are here in the present, being present in our actual day-to-day lives. Nothing else matters. Hold strong and hold true to what you know, to God's promises. And know that it's never too late. I'm telling you, yo, if you ever feel mad, weird, get, get your life together. If you're having premarital sex, cut it off. Cut that shit the fuck off because the enemy is out here. And that is a way that they could get you through your sexuality, through your lust. They could get you that way. Cut that shit the fuck off. If, if, you're, if you're, you're having eating problems, whether you're overeating or undereating, try to find some middle ground because that's how they could get you. They could attack you. You see that you're not drinking water. Peep game. Start drinking water. At least do one cup a day, if, if anything. They starting to attack your mind. Okay, well, make sure in the morning you pray and in the night you pray too. You have to have discipline. Discipline is what is going to help you. When, when times get hard, because that's what the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to overwhelm you and distract you so that you don't see the attack coming, so that you don't see the, the true intentions. Get right. Because I'm telling you, the enemy be lurking, yo. 
especially when you're sad, especially when you're going through something. And that's the most fucked up part about it all. Especially for those who are strong. For those who are strong, people can't wait until you have a weak moment. People can't wait to say, oh, you needed me, or oh, I did this for you, and oh, this, and oh, that. People can't wait to have something to say because they don't get, they don't gain nothing from God because they don't allow God to give them nothing, and they don't give God glory for nothing, so they think that they earned it by themselves. They think that they did that shit. So when they look at you and they look at what you have and what you're getting, they think that you did that shit. I didn't do anything. I got everything I have from God and from prayer and from fasting, from making sacrifices, from having discipline. That's how I got what I got. Because I'm a servant of the most high. I do what I'm told. If God tell me to give $100 to a person I've never seen a day in my life and I have it, I'm giving it to them. That's the difference between me and you. If God tell me, pay for, the, pay for the person in front of me, whole groceries, say less. That's the difference between me and you. We're different. If God tells me, oh, call that person, call that person you've been having problems with. Oh, but God, they, they had a problem with me. Why I got to, you know, fine. Hey, how you doing? I just want to call and talk and see if we can mend things. Okay. <laughs> Me and you is not the same. I don't walk around with beef and war. I don't war with my family. I don't war with my friends. I don't find that shit cute and funny at all. That's very disgusting and low level to me. I don't walk around with vengeance in my heart for nobody. I don't walk around hoping that nobody pass. I don't walk around hoping that nobody uh, have a demise or lose their job or lose their house. I don't walk around thinking about that type of stuff. I walk around in abundance. I walk around in positivity. I walk around in, in a blessed mind state where I'm always looking around and I'm grateful. The other day I'm walking around looking at the trees. I'm like, God, this is a beautiful tree. Oh my goodness, look at this tree. Like, me and you is different. So don't come thinking that you can take or give me no blessing. You can't give me shit because if God don't say I'm going to have it, then I'm not going to have it. If God say I'm having it, I'm having it. And there's nothing that man can do. If God is for me, who shall be against me? The other day I'm in my crib, I'm, I'm wailing, I'm crying. I just heard about the loss. I hear people laughing at me, laughing that I'm crying. Okay, well remember, today for me, tomorrow for you. We have to be real. Like, we really gotta be real, because this shit is crazy. I'm losing my best people, I'm losing my best team. Every two years now. So that's how I know it's some big shit going on. People really working and doing evil. Because why am I losing my team, my strength, the people who gave me strength, the people who believe in me, the people who push me, the people who show me what true loyalty is, I'm losing them. Just got it. You got it. You gotta hold faith. You gotta hold faith and you gotta hold on to God. 
Because I'm telling you, the enemy is around, yo. The enemy is around, the enemy is around, the enemy is around. They want to take us down. They want to take us down one by one. One by one, they want to take us down. And you know what's so fucked up? The enemy want to do that to get eradicate the world of all the good, all the chosen one, all the elect, and then just let the evil people eat each other. That's where cannibalism come from. That's why in Sodom there was nothing but can- cannibalism and all kinds of freak shit going on in Sodom. Because all the good people was removed. God removed those people like the rapture. He removed them from that town. And all they had to do was eat and destroy each other. Be very careful when you're making your decisions. Be very careful of your intentions towards a chosen one. God will destroy a whole town to to save one family. I love y'all. Till next time.